Well, hello there. You're listening to The Wedding Pro Show. I'm your host, Michelle Braswell. Today, we are going to talk about naming your business and also naming things in your business. I love this platform because I get to address questions that I get asked all the time in my emails, and it just has a little bit more personal and is a little bit more conversational than what we can sometimes be in emails. I had this email come in today, actually. I've I get asked a lot. We work with a lot of beginners and I really hear this question a lot about best practices for naming your business and it really is super important. But I know a lot of you are not just starting out and I want you to hang on with me for a minute because I'm addressing things for you too. There's always something in our business that we're needing to name. So the question that came in was, can you give me some ideas on how to come up with my business name? I do have a list of best practices. I actually should make this into a resource. Maybe we'll do that sometime soon. So these best practices do apply to choosing your business name, but they also apply to things you might add to your existing business. And that's where it comes into play for you if you have an existing business and already have your business name. So it could be the name of your packages, your blog, a podcast, a freebie you could offer to your audience to help you build your contact list. Some of these practices even work for writing email subject lines. The first thing I like to do is do a brain dump. You know, we have done this a lot in a lot of our businesses and a lot of the things that we've done. My daughter and son-in-law and I have done this a ton of times where we just take a whiteboard or a um, flip like a flip pad and just do a brain dump and everybody just says whatever they're thinking. And it might sound really crazy when it comes out, but the crazy things sometimes lead to the gold. And just doing a brain dump is a really good way to get some things out of your head that come out and, you know, there's going to be some things in there that aren't good that don't work, but there's always some really good gold that comes out of these. Doing a brain dump is always my go-to when it comes to just getting stuff out of your head and written down. But the goal of it and the most important part of it is to do it unedited. Just get it out. It doesn't matter. Don't try to edit it as you're getting it out because that's how the gold happens. So make a goal of writing down at least 25, 25 business name ideas. Then go back and narrow it down to your top five. Then take those top five and check everywhere to see if the if they already exist. Go to Google, Facebook, Instagram, check your state's registries. These do vary by state. Definitely consult an attorney wherever necessary. I'm not an attorney. I don't claim to be. So do all of the things that you need to do to make sure that that business name is not already taken. Number two, don't get so cutesy with it that no one would know what it is. You want to say what it is. For example, the name of this podcast is The Wedding Pro Show. That says exactly what it is and who would be listening to it. My free Facebook group name is The Wedding Vendors Community. Again, says exactly what it is. My membership is called The Vendor Circle. That is like an inner circle of wedding vendors. My actual business name is Bride Path. It started out as a support for brides to help them get down the path from being engaged to being married. It has since evolved into full-time business consulting and coaching for wedding professionals, but it still applies because that's what you're doing too. You're working with brides, getting them down the path from engaged to married. And it also is a path that you go down in building your business. So I feel like that still works, but you get the idea. 
On a similar note, you can use what your ideal client hopes to achieve or who they are, as you saw in my example. So mine are um, mostly examples of who they are, but there are some things about what they want to achieve too. Um, the vendor circle is like a, an upper um, next level type situation for vendors. And that's something that they want to achieve being. I also, I have a free resource that is a perfect example of being named what they want to achieve. We even use that in the domain name. It, it, that um, domain name is bridepath.com, which is my typical, my typical domain name, but it's bridepath.com backslash get leads. The resource is helping wedding professionals get more leads into their business. It's actually called 10 Creative Ideas for Getting Leads into Your Business. So we called it what it is, and we called it what the goal was of the people who are using it. So again, like backslash get leads, that's the goal is to get the leads. You get the idea. You can use your name, your personal name, if you're comfortable with that. Remember, if you're a single woman who plans on changing her name if she ever gets married, you may or may not want to use your last name. For example, my daughter is a blogger and her business name is Lauren Chase. Chase is her middle name. She did get married after she created her business, so it worked out well for her. Again, we did the whole thing of brain dumping. We really came up with some crazy ones for her, but we ended up on her name, which also works. And her name is spelled very specifically. So we knew it wasn't going to be something that, that has been used another time. Her first name and her middle name are both spelled different. So, um, on that kind of same note, don't use anything too long. It creates opportunity for typos when they're searching for you. This also applies to domain names and email addresses. I see some super complicated ones that no one would ever be able to remember, and they might accidentally get misspelled or get a typo in them. Same thing on um, naming your business something that is a word that is spelled different than typical. So... Um, this is kind of like getting cutesy with it. If you have a, a word in your business and you change the spelling of it, when you say that out loud, people are, you're going to be spelling it for them every time, which is fine. Just keep that in mind. So similarly, you should say the name out loud before you commit to it. Make sure it rolls off your tongue easily. You'd be surprised how much it can trip you up if it doesn't. You want it to be easy to understand when you tell someone your business name or web address or whatever it is you're naming. For example, when one or one word ends in an S or like an S sound and the next one starts with an S, it can be really hard to understand. I am very guilty of this. I had a business for a long time that definitely did this. When we had our entertainment business, it started out as all inflatable rides. So we named it Bounce St. Louis. I thought that was super clever because that's what the client wants to do is bounce and we're in St. Louis. Plus, when we started, it was in 2000, and the Yellow Pages were still a thing. I know, I'm super old. You always wanted to be listed toward the beginning of the alphabet, so you would be one of the first people, or first businesses that people called. Yes, on the actual telephone, and guess what? Our phones were even attached to the wall. So we back in that day, we were advertising in the Yellow Pages, and you're paying for these ads, and you wanted them to be one of the first things listed. Now things aren't so alphabetically listed. So it's not like, you know, I wouldn't say that that really needs to super come into play now, but here's where I'm going with it. It was hard to understand on the phone. Back then my accent was thicker than it is now and that didn't help. 
But I would say bouncestlouis.com all day long. Bouncestlouis.com. Like they wanted to go to the website and look at pictures. And I don't even know if you go there now. What it's that's not us. If I have no idea what it looks like, so I'm not like don't hold me responsible for what's ever on there. But probably 50 times a day, I was saying bouncestlouis.com. I always ended up spelling it out. Even to the point that I found several pages where my little daughter, who was always my sidekick at the office, had written out, and she wrote out, because I would always say it like this, B-O-U-N-C-E-S-T-L-O-U-I-S dot com. And she even wrote D-A-C-O-M. Like, instead of dot com, she just heard me say, bouncestlouis.com. I thought that was really funny. And it was super cute for a mom to find. But see what I mean about saying them out loud? It really does matter. Those S's going together. There's a lot of different letters that can sound that way and really make interference for you. As always, we have a hot tip for you. I posted this question in the wedding vendors community in our free Facebook group, asking everybody what the names are of their businesses and how they chose them. I just think it's so interesting. Several did list the goal of the couple getting married, and they're really super sweet names. They're really, really cute. Go check those out. Go check out that post if you're already in the group. If you're not already in the group, jump in there. It is an awesome group, but it's a really fun example of how people have named their businesses and really good examples of people's business names. So just go check that out. It's really fun. As always, thank you so, so, so much for being here. I really appreciate you, but I really love that you're here where we can learn, grow, and connect together. We'll see you next time.